0: The following audio is from Hope Hill Church. To learn more about Hope Hill Church, please visit hopehillchurch.org.
1: Hey guys, a couple quick announcements before we get into our service this morning. First of all, uh, get ready for a great week. Starting today, as we celebrate Palm Sunday and unfolding the rest of the week, we're going to have a number of activities for you to do to draw closer to the Lord during this awesome season of remembering the reason that Jesus came. Uh, He came to die for us, and we don't want to forget this. We want to do all we can to proclaim it uh, to our families, to our neighbors, and uh, around the world. And so as the church, we've got some awesome things uh, lined up for you to enjoy as family. So tune in uh, each day to Facebook or to us next Sunday right here on Facebook Live or YouTube. Some of you have friends that don't have Facebook. We are broadcasting live to YouTube as well, same time. You can send them one place, hopehillchurch.org, and they can click Facebook or YouTube, whichever works for them, and the link will take them right to the live feed. So start spreading the word and inviting your friends to join you next weekend for our Easter service. But that isn't all we've got coming up. We've got an awesome week of events, including a big enough for the whole family. And we want you to set aside time as a family and get ready for this awesome event that's going to happen next Friday night, and it's a special time. I've already seen some clips highlighting it. We've got some awesome things coming. So prepare your hearts now as we worship the Lord and get ready to celebrate Jesus's last week and why he came to be with us.
2: Good morning, Hope Hill Church. My name is Nathan, and we're so glad you joined us for worship today. Today is Palm Sunday and as we begin our reflection of Holy Week the days leading up to the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. But before all that, it all begins with the procession of a king, a celebration. Will you read this with me? A large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. As we worship today, I want to remind you that even though we're scattered saints, there's nothing that can separate us from God, nothing that can stop our worship from rising up to Him. So let's sing out loud together and praise Hosanna, our saving King.
3: All oh, to the King of glory and life. Maker. The gates are open wide We worship you Come and see Come see what love has done Amazing He bought us with his blood Our Savior The cross has overcome We worship you And shout Hosanna today We shout Hosanna jesus he says we shout hosanna heroes from the grave
2: king, he is the lion of Judah, but he is also the spotless lamb who gave up his own life so that each of us could be forgiven. As we continue to worship today, let's focus on that great sacrifice that he made.
3: Battles never need to bow before him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain for the sin of the world. His blood breaks the chains, never need. of the gates we pray before the King of the Kings I've with power. of the world His blood breaks the chains And every knee will bow before the lion and the lamb Oh, every knee will bow before Him
2: Father God, we praise You today. We lift Your name high above all things, God. Lord, You are loving and You are faithful. And in this time of uncertainty we put our trust and our hope in You. You, Jesus, the Lion of Judah, the Conqueror, the God that nothing can stop. Lord, I pray that you strengthen your church as we spread out and the church inhabits all our neighborhoods today, God. Let the sound of praise and worship be heard. Let our neighbors see you moving in our lives, God. We ask that you would gird our faith up, that you would strengthen us to live as great examples of you during this time, Lord. And let us not forget the great sacrifice you gave for our forgiveness, Lord. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Today we have a special service as we celebrate Palm Sunday together. We're also going to take a journey with Christ through this last week as things take a drastic change. We're going to look at the last hours of of Jesus's life uh, before he's arrested and goes to the cross. We're going to see some of the intimate moments with Jesus as we hear some of the highlights from the gospel, uh, the records that we have from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, the accounts of what happened in those last hours uh, of Jesus's life and his time with his friends, the disciples. We also will look at their last supper together a meal that we celebrate regularly as a body of believers today. And today we'll get a chance to partake in that meal together. And so I want you, if you haven't yet done so, go ahead and go get some common bread and a common drink, even if it's water. It could be juice if you have some, but go ahead and get it now. And later on in our service, we'll be able to share in those elements together. For those of you that made the unleavened bread recipe that we sent out, you can use that during this time. And again, any kind of juice. Jesus used what was common to his day. The bread and the wine was out at every meal. And so we will do similarly. But today we're going to look as we transition from the crowd celebrating the coming of Hosanna. They wanted a king to come and set them free. But many in the crowd who were yelling, Hosanna, on that day, would in a few days be yelling, crucify him. Jesus knew this was coming. In fact, this is the reason Jesus came. To lay down his life in our place. The greatest gift ever given, Jesus becoming our sacrificial lamb and allowing his blood to be shed for us and for the forgiveness of our sins for any who would believe in him and receive him as Savior and Lord. So join me me now on this journey to the cross.
4: Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time's at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful, and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes, as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread. until that day when I drink anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same.
1: Jesus lived about 33 years on this earth, the last three years being considered his ministry years. Those were the years that he went out and shared about the kingdom of heaven. He taught about how he had come to be the king, to be the savior. He saw us as sheep who were lost and needed a shepherd and taught us that he is the good shepherd. In those three years, those final three years, he spent much time among his own even though the majority of those that he came to rejected him. The beauty of it is that to whoever believed in him, who received him, who believed in his name, he gives the right, as he gave the right then, to become children of God. Being out among the crowds and teaching was a part of Christ's mission. But there were also intimate moments, like we see here and now, When he pulled away to spend time with his closest friends. The Bible says that Jesus went away with his friends. The phrase there is diatribo. And it simply means to rub elbows with. And Jesus literally did that. Living life with his close friends. Rubbing off on them. Going through life's ups and downs and hardships. Preparing them. ...for a time when he would no longer be with them. And this time was coming. He was excited to celebrate this Passover meal with the disciples. This was a yearly meal. And this would be his last Passover supper. As we call it, the Last Supper. The Passover meal was a meal in remembrance of of God rescuing his people. Of the nation of Israel being held as slaves in the land of Egypt... And as a part of the freeing of the slaves and God leading the people out of captivity, there was an angel of death that passed over the land of Egypt. And the Israelites were told by Moses to sacrifice a lamb, to take its blood that was shed and to put it on the doorposts of their homes as a symbol of their faith and believing a God could save them. In the same way, this was a symbol pointing to the ultimate Passover lamb, Jesus Christ, who came to have his life laid down, his life given up, his blood shed for the forgiveness of our sins today and for the sins of all who would put their hope and trust in him. His blood was put on the doorposts of the cross And any who look to him as Savior and Lord have the right to become children of God. In this Passover meal, in this moment, the intimacy and the closeness, Jesus said, I have eagerly awaited in Luke 22. I have eagerly waited to share this meal with you. And he says these words, reading from the book of Mark. As they were eating, he took bread a symbol of the bread of the Passover. He took the bread and he broke it. And you can take your, your bread, your common bread, whether it's sunbeam or wonder bread or fresh-baked bread made in your home, break it now and share it with your family members. Jesus took the bread and he broke it. And he looked at his loved ones and his disciples and he, after blessing it, he broke it and he gave it to them. And he said, take, this is my body. And he gave it to them. Now you take and eat. Let us remember his body broken for us. then took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they drank it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. He took the cup, as you take the cup now, and he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. As we drink of this cup, let us remember the blood of Jesus shed for us for the forgiveness of our sins. One day we will share this meal with him again as we eat and drink with him in celebration of all that he's done for us. Let us drink of the cup in remembrance of him. After the intimacy of that moment. They sang together. Jesus was preparing them. For the next steps. John chapter 13 through 17 gives us a snapshot of what happened in those hours. I encourage you this week if you've not read those passages of Scripture. Take a look a deeper look at what happened with Christ. He spent those next hours preparing them. That there was going to be hardship. There was going to be struggle. But to take heart. To not worry. That he was going to be with them. He was going to leave. He came to die for us and to leave. But he was going to send a helper. The Holy Spirit who would come and lead us. And guide us as he does now today. And so let us now journey with Christ. As he takes the disciples with him to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he spends his final moments in prayer. If you want to know what Jesus prayed, read John chapter 17, to see the heart of Christ poured out for us. Let's journey with him now to the Garden.
5: They went to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and Jesus said, Sit here while I go out and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and fell to the ground. He prayed that if it were possible, the awful hours waiting him might pass him by. He cried out, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Please, Take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayer as before. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open, and they didn't know what to say. When he returned to them the third time, he said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But no, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. And immediately, even as Jesus said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, "'arrived with a crowd of men "'armed with swords and clubs. "'They had been sent by the leading priests, "'the teachers of religious law, and the elders. "'The traitor, Judas, "'had given them a prearranged signal. "'You will know which one to arrest "'when I greet him with a kiss. "'Then you can take him away under guard.' "'As soon as they arrived, "'Judas walked up to Jesus. "'Rabbi!' he exclaimed, "'and gave him the kiss. "'Then the others grabbed Jesus.' and arrested him.
1: The Garden of Gethsemane. An interesting name. Gethsemane means olive press. What's interesting about the Garden of Gethsemane is it's full of beautiful, huge olive trees. You can go there even now. Uh, A bunch of us got to go there this past year to see the very garden where Jesus lifted up his final prayer as recorded in John chapter 17. Garden of Gethsemane, the olive press. This is the place where Jesus had his final moments before he was arrested, where he literally felt the pressing of what was coming upon him. He was under so much pressure and so much stress that he began to bleed drops of blood as he sweated. His blood being shed for us. All of the Bible points to Jesus, and everything has an importance. Even the name Gethsemane, Olive Press, is important. If you look back in the Old Testament, you see that God instructed the Israelites to build a temple, a place where they would come and meet with Him. Inside that temple, God gave very clear instructions of What should be in there, the kind of tapestries, the kind of lamps, how to make them, and the oil that would be used to burn in those lamps. The lamps would provide light for all to see the beauty of what God had uh, instructed to be created so that they would have a picture of something greater to come. In the same way, we are called to be those lamps that light the way. To Jesus. What's interesting about the oil that was supposed to be in the lamps, it was very specific, and God gave clear instructions in Exodus chapter 27, verse 20. He said this, you shall command the people of Israel that they are to bring you pure beaten olive oil for the light that a lamp may regularly be set up to burn. At all times, the lamps inside the temple were to burn with freshly beaten or freshly pressed olive oil. What is the light in our life? Jesus came to shed his blood to give us life. Jesus came so that he would be our olive crushed and bled for us. The Israelites were told to only use the blood of uh, the the oil of fresh crushed olives in the same way it is only the blood of Jesus that can bring true light to our lives. Do you know Jesus in that way have you accepted his love and forgiveness because of the blood that was shed for us to make us white as snow today you can receive forgiveness if you put your hope and trust in him as our ultimate sacrifice, the olive that was crushed for us, the lamb that was sacrificed for us. My hope is that his purpose in coming to die for us would not be in vain, that you would put your trust and your hope in Jesus who came to lay down his life for us. As we leave the Garden of Gethsemane, Judas is going to lead the soldiers to the place where he knew Jesus would be. And Jesus is about to be arrested and put through a complete mockery of a trial. But Jesus says to those in authority, those arresting him, You don't take my life from me. I have the authority to lay down my life, and I have the authority to pick it back up again. Even the power you think you have, you only have because my Father in heaven has granted you that power. Jesus came born to die, the purpose to give up his life in our place, to have his blood shed for us, our crushed olive. Let us remember that as we journey with him now to that trial
6: and ultimately to the cross. Then Jesus was brought before Pilate, and those gathered began to accuse him, saying, we found this man misleading our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar, and saying that he himself is Christ, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, You have said so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests in the crowds, I find no guilt in this man. But they were urgent, saying, He stirs up the people, and teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, even to this place. Pilate then said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people, and after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish... And release him. But they all cried out together, Away with this man and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I found in him no guilt deserving of death. I will therefore punish and release him. Having been put through this mockery of a trial, uh,
1: Jesus bore the weight. He bore the accusations, the insults, uh, the pain, all of it. He took our place. The Bible tells us that he who never sinned became our sin. They looked at him and said, You want to claim to be a king? Well, you can't be a king without a crown. And so they took thorns from nearby trees and bushes and they wove it into a crown and they stuck the crown on his head. They made fun of him, they spit in his face, they beat him. Even before going to the cross, He took such a beating for us, and it was because of our sin that all of this took place. Jesus allowed these things to happen. He felt every bit of it, but he took our shame. He took our pain upon himself to prove his love for us, dying for us, laying his life down so that we could be set free. Even though Pilate tried to come up with reason after reason to convince the crowds to let Jesus go, the same crowds that were yelling, Hosanna, Hosanna, and waving the palm branches were now yelling, crucify him, crucify him. Let's journey now to the cross.
0: But they were urgent. Demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for murder and insurrection for whom they ask. But he delivered Jesus over to their will. Two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him. And the criminals, one on his left and one on his right, one of the criminals who was hanged there railed at him saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him saying, Do you not fear God, since you're under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus spoke these words to him. Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about the sixth hour. And there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. While the sun's light failed and the curtain was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out in a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last.
1: In remembering Christ's death and why he had to die, in recognizing Christ's innocence and our guilt, we come face to face with the ultimate expression of how much He truly loved us. We have the opportunity to respond in submission to Him as King, as Savior in our lives, in confession, admitting that we, you and I both, are flawed, we are full of sin and in need of a savior and in repentance and turning away from living life our own way and doing all we can to submit to Christ as our Lord and savior and following in the footprints, footprints and example of the life he led for us. Let us enter it into a time Examining ourselves, confessing to the Lord, praying and asking for his forgiveness, and accepting his love and his salvation that he offers to any who would believe in him. Let us take a time now to pray as Pastor Rob leads us in a time of prayer together.
7: God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. If we confess our sins, He is faithful to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As we conclude today, I'd like you to bring your sins to God. You can do so by grabbing a piece of paper and a pen, writing down something that's been holding on to you, a sin that's taken a stronghold, that's been bothering you. Just put it on a piece of paper and fold that piece of paper over. You can burn it, you can shred it, you can just throw it away. It just is a representation of God's forgiveness of you.
1: As we conclude our time of worshiping together and reflecting on all that Christ did for us, let us remember and reflect on all that he went through in our place. As our worship time virtually comes to an end, I want to encourage you as families, as loved ones and friends, to take time together to pray with one another, to reflect on this journey that we've taken with Jesus to the cross, and anticipation Let us remember all that he went through as we go through this Holy Week, as we come up upon Easter and celebrate his resurrection. Peace be with you.